All right. We're up to episode five. This is Had Enough's Hip Hop Hour with uh, We Are Tulsa Music Radio. All right. Um, so across from me, drinking some uh, Crown Apple, I got uh, the OG, DJ Young Gator. Yeah, man. I got to get, get in my mood, man, you know. All right. So we'll start. Uh, just tell everybody uh, how you got started in music. Man, I was... Uh, listening to the radio one day and uh you know how they used to have them tapes where you could record on tapes Mm -hmm. so i was doing sampling with tapes i started making beats and then one thing led to another a few years on down the road i just started producing and then got into hip-hop that was like back in the late 90s late 90s Yeah. yeah Late nineties, nice. Um, so uh, and, and you do and you rap too, right? You don't just DJ and make beats. Nah, I rap too. I've been rapping for a minute. Uh, I actually started rapping. I'm gonna say about two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and I by two thousand eight, I started rapping and uh, never really, really just dropped any projects. I just been just dibbing and dabbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always did a lot of producing for people, but you know, that's what I do. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you have like a lot going on as far as like the DJing yeah. and the producing. And then uh, I like kind of how you kind of throw people off when mm-hmm. you actually pick up a mic on stage. Because I think the one thing about DJs and producers that I also rap is the public kind of forgets they rap too. Yeah. So it's like a nice little surprise they throw at you when they get on stage. Yeah, people they they never really see me as a rapper. They always see me as a yeah. DJ. But me doing music so long, I'm like the jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's so, up. Yeah. So um, so uh, as far as DJing, like in Tulsa, like um, and then now you're doing it in, mm-hmm. in like all these different cities and states, which I don't know how a lot of DJs from here that actually do that. Yeah. That I can think of, there's probably maybe just a very small select few. I think a lot of DJs uh, got a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. So, and it's the same thing with a lot of musicians. Like, they'll get a really good following and a really good like, definitely like pay. Yeah, and um, and just a good relationship with like clubs and and bars and venues. And so they don't really think about branching out. Yeah, you know. So, what made you want to branch out as a DJ? Did, did you just like find a lot of opportunities? And uh, I think good? I think it was the money, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was the uh, probably the biggest factor for me. Uh, taking home money at the end of the day is always a blessing. So mm-hmm. that's what made me pursue music and and stay in it mm-hmm. for a long time. And were you? Was it just something that kind of fell in your lap, or did you think, "Hey, yep. there's probably better money out there"? It was some. It was some kids in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. They were doing little parties, and mm-hmm. one one party they threw, uh, DJ didn't show up. So mm-hmm. they 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 knew I made beats, and they knew I liked music. It was like, man, why don't you come play some music at our party? I was like, man, I don't know anything about DJing. He was like. We'll we'll give you the songs to play. Just just kind of get the crowd hype. We need some music. I said, all right. So I I came to the party that they was throwing, and he gave me like two or three hundred dollars. It was the first time I ever DJ. <laughs> I was like, oh man, yeah. So yeah, 
So as far as um, when you got started doing DJing gigs yeah. in other cities and you know other states, like how'd that come across? Uh, I did music with a lot of people, and some people liked my music, so they they and they knew I was a DJ, so they kind of just reached out to me and was like, "We're throwing a party. We need a DJ. Can you show up?" I was like, "Yeah," and uh, I said, "What is it paying?" You know, money was always a factor. Also, I had friends, you know, I that did comedy, like Vellyville. So we would do shows together, and uh, he would kind of have me, like, as his little tag-along DJ. So, you know, one city might be Bristol, Oklahoma. The next city might be Joplin, Missouri. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I hit different cities, I always tried to build different uh contacts and you know just network with different people when i was out on the road yeah and that uh that pretty much opened the doors for me to just you know come back or do whatever you know yeah so um i remember a time uh i was talking about this on the last episode with uh already ben mm -hmm. and we were talking about he like he's just like you he does a jack of all trades in fact he even does stand-up comedy yeah which was interesting but um I was talking to him about uh, networking, about how I told him when it came to new up-and-coming artists that want to play shows locally, mm -hmm. that the ones that, that impressed me the most were the ones that showed up to the show, hung out, shook hands, networked, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mentioned you because there was a, a time, I think, it was a, I think it was a post on Facebook, but this is something you've continuously have uh, preached, and uh, even though it with a lot of artists may go one out ear one you know yeah it falls on deaf ears but um you said hey if you want to get your music played in the club you got to come and network with the djs oh, so yeah. what's like overall like like your opinion on that like how do you how do you feel yeah. like if an artist wants to get their stuff played in the clubs you know how did it how, how should they approach the dj me me being a local artist myself like mm -hmm. uh even like you gotta you gotta network with Pretty much just about everybody. You gotta mm -hmm. you gotta talk to your DJs, you gotta talk to your promoters. Uh you know, uh like don't just go to the DJ the night of, you know, while DJ's mixing, trying to mm -hmm. get your music played. It's like, hey man, I know you're working, but yeah, hey yeah, man, yeah. hey man, play my music. Yeah, Check call, me out. <laughs> call the DJ uh the day before or maybe you know, a week uh Say, hey, man, I got a record. Could you uh, check out my record? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, DJs like that. And with me being a local artist and a DJ, I kind of expect that. Yeah. So, well, you know, myself, like, I, when I was coming up doing music, I never really had people to work with. or So I would reach out to some of the DJs and try to see if they could open the doors for me. It, it, it helped a little bit. Uh-huh. It helped a little bit. But uh, you know That's an artist calling you seeing some, if you can play the music <laughs> at the club. Probably so. Actually that is an artist. <laughs> <laughs> that is an artist, actually. Well, put me on. No telling what they want. <laughs> Studio time or something. <laughs> but uh damn, I just I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn yeah, it. you're just talking about hey, artists should <laughs> Reach out whether where it be rappers, uh, R and B singers, people who want to get the music. Yeah, you got on you, that playlist, and you got a network with pretty much just about anybody. Yeah, so, yeah. And um, I I even said um, uh, that I think you actually play more local music 
than I think. I mean, I know several of the DJs yeah. where they, um, you know, they'll play their people like on playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but when I see you, when I see you DJ, I hear more local artists. Yeah, I love to hear you know I mean? music from my area. Uh, the hard part, I think Allray Ben was saying this. He said, when you're hired at a club and, yeah. and the people want to hear top 40 stuff, mm. um, he said that's probably the hardest part. But he said, the better your music's engineered, the more it'll kind of blend in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in hip-hop, uh-huh. if your music don't have the sonic boom. So, it, I'm an artist, if you're listening to this podcast, your music has to have that sonic boom to be able to bang in the club and just mm-hmm. go. Like, if you give me a record and it's not mixed, it's kind of... You know, dead to people's ears. You want to yeah. be alive when people are hearing your music. But, uh, yeah, you definitely want to have your music mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And that was another thing we were, um, we're talking about. And it's I think it needs to be talked about more in hip-hop. And it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Is uh, rappers who want to do everything. Like they want to, they want to make their own beats. Mm-hmm. They want to mix and master their own stuff. They want to be their own videographer. Now, granted, I I have friends like in the scene that do all that. Like Bradley Eugene can can do that. He can make beats. He can mix and master. He can do videos. Like he does all my videos. Yeah, and does good photography. So, but he took the time to learn those those crafts, though. Yeah, you gotta you, know? you gotta learn the craft. Yeah, you know, in, um, order, in order to be able to do all that. Yeah, and I think the the engineering as far as mixing and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that probably probably takes the most for me i mixed my stuff for the longest time yeah and uh i think mixing vocals was like my highest mm-hmm. highest point and but i think just there's but there's i learned over the years there's more to that but yeah. now i'm just like i kind of looked at my music and I just said, you know what? I think engineering wise, it could sound better and yeah. to make it sound better is probably beyond my skills or the time I need to take to learn. And so, uh, you know, so now like I hire an engineer to mix yeah. and master and sometimes to me, it sounds some, way better. Yeah. Sometimes you got to invest in yourself yeah. in you order need, to be successful. You got to yeah. invest. And I think for me, it's also a second ear. Yeah. I think it's like, so <laughs> I think, uh, it's someone else that uh, is probably has way more years in experience, but mm-hmm. also it's someone else who, like, shout out to Kyle Simpson who engineers all my stuff now. Yeah, he's a full fledged musician. Yeah, you know, and uh, I worked with a lot of engineers before. I've I've given you know, um, and a lot of them were just strictly mixing hip hop. Yeah, pretty much like I was. So I feel like if you had someone who who honest who honestly has more experience doing bands but understands how hip hop is mixed, yeah, I think I think it comes out better because you have someone with a more wide range, yeah, diff- of pe- experience and knowledge. You know, people have different ears for different sounds. So some people know how to mix hip hop, some some know mm-hmm. how to do rock, country, mm-hmm. some know how to do bands. Yeah, so it's it's all on how comfortable mm-hmm. you are with a person and how. Uh, finished product sounds yeah. when it's done and you do really good graphic design too like oh, for yeah. flyers and stuff yeah man that, cover arts yeah yeah I, I love doing graphics uh you know i got mm-hmm. tired of paying people to do it so i just mm-hmm. learned how to do it myself and uh i mean i still pay people to do it when yeah. i'm not so busy but you know it's a good it's a good craft to learn mm-hmm. All right, so uh, here's a here's a couple questions 
Mm-hmm. I might start asking All right. other guests. This is the first time I asked them, but I, I think, no, I'll take that back. I, I had Savior Worldwide, and, and, and uh, I didn't really ask these questions, but it went down this. You know, we talked about one of our best shows, and we talked about probably our more frustrating shows. Yeah. Because every musician has had those. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say? Um, I know this probably probably takes some thinking because you're like me. You probably done you've done you've done hundreds of events. Yeah. What would you say? And you can mention you can mention more than one if you want to. Just say like what would you think your best like show like uh, when you look back? It's like man, that's one of the greatest shows I ever had. I'm gonna say my two uh-huh. two favorite shows I done. One was the show I did with you at the Canes Ballroom. Oh, with the, the uh, Bone Thugs? Bone Thugs yeah, and Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was a good time. Man, man, it was so much energy in, uh-huh. that, in that place. I felt like a rock star that night. Yeah. Uh, that show, and then uh, Snoop Dogg, he came to uh, Muskogee Civic Center and the Tulsa Civic Center. I was able to do both shows. Mm-hmm. So those are probably my favorite shows I ever done. Yeah. All right. Two of the most frustrating worst shows you ever done. <laughs> mm, I got to think on this one. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to say I, what, this one wasn't a show. I was DJing somewhere and I had to body slam some guy in the club. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting too close to me, man. And uh, he kind of he touched my forehead. I think he was drunk. Mm-hmm. And he just came up to me and touched my forehead, and I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And he touched my forehead again, so I just, you know, had the incredible Hulk body slam on the dance floor, and security had to break it up. Yeah, but that was probably the most craziest thing I ever had to do in the club. Mm-hmm. But so I can't think of, I really can't think of a show that I did. I mean, you know. It's, I'll give you a scenario. Okay. Sometimes during the show when you book artists and they don't promote the event. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of frustrating to me. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll have a million excuses why they can't show up, but they beg you to get on the show. Man, There's been I, a lot of shows like that. I actually have a uh, recent <laughs> experience with that. Yeah. Like, don't beg me to get on the show and then not show up. Yeah, Come on, man. That could have been somebody else's spot. Yeah, exactly. I've I had that talk with an artist once before. Well, not once before, probably several times. But yeah, that was my thing. Was just like, man, like, you know, and I've I've had artists on shows that don't promote, and then they end up not showing up, ghosting, what have you. And I'm thinking, like, man, I had six artists that are hungry for this show. I'm gonna tell you, as an artist, that that hurts. (laughs) Yeah, um, your resume when you do that because. You know, me as a DJ, I get a lot of people that always call me and be like, you know, somebody that might want to get on the show and I'll be wanting to like help people out. But I can't do that because, you know, I don't want to refer somebody who's always not reliable or don't want to help promote. You know, that's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, um. I definitely, definitely agree with that um, because, I mean, just like I said, man, like there's, there are artists that, and bands, I mean, this goes to all genres that are like, man, I would love that opportunity. And yeah. then someone gets it after begging for it. 
and and then they just squander it. It just and it's just a waste of everybody's time, really. I mean, you know, so and it yeah, it does it hurts your resume. Yeah. Cuz yeah. especially in local a local music scene, a lot of people in the scene know each other. So someone says, "Hey, I'm gonna get so and so on the show." You're like, no, no, that guy's a dickhead. He didn't show up. <laughs> Do not. It's like you don't waste your time. And trust me, I've gotten messages like that. Yeah. I I said, "Hey, bro, hey man, like, I fuck with you. I support you. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I'm just. I think you're gonna learn real quick why you shouldn't have put that guy on your show. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> now in some cases I didn't. Some cases, you know, he made a mistake, and then. I've called artists out before. Mm-hmm. I, I do Sometimes this. you got to do that, man. You got to light this. a fire, you know, up yeah, under yeah. the artists, and they'll kind of start getting it. I do this now more than ever, but you get a lot of respect for it. You know, some people might get their feelings hurt, but um, I've learned lately that I think a lot of people respect that from me, but I think it's just that honesty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I've, I've told them, it's like, look, man. I know for a fact you have a reputation for ghosting on shows. Don't fucking do it to me. Because <laughs> I swear to God. That's a like, headache, man. That's a headache. I mean, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm not playing that shit. Like, you know, I explained to him. I was just like, I mean, I've I've had to get on to artists for not promoting shows yeah. and for not getting back to me on tickets. When I say, hey, it's a show. And I told you right front, hey, man, we all got to push tickets. There's a big, you know, there's a big price on the show. Yeah. And I, you know, if someone doesn't get through to me, it's like, look, man, I, I'm going to have to replace you because it's not fair to the other performers they are putting in work. And then, you know, they're, they're working their asses off and they're hustling for that stage time and you're not doing anything. So as far as I'm concerned, you don't deserve that stage. And I just think. I just think a lot of artists, you know, that 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 have that self entitled attitude, they kind of need to be put in their place sometimes and yeah. remind, like, hey, man, this is a business. We all got to work. You can tell who really wants yeah. it. You can tell who really. There's people who probably want this more than you, and I think yeah. they probably deserve it more than you. And it's yeah. just something, you know what I mean? I just, um, I know it's a local music scene. We're all cool. We're all friends and stuff like that. But it's, it's a business like, too. It's a business too. And sometimes yeah. you got to remind people, it's like, hey, man, we we ain't got no room for dead weight over here. Yeah. That's just kind of how it is. So, um, but yeah, that's another thing. But also another reason I kind of brought up the best and worst shows. Yeah. I kind of felt like every, every musician needs that. Like they need the best. They need that really great show. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like a show with bone thugs or Snoop Dogg at a convention center or Kane's ballroom. Yeah. Cause that gives you confidence. Yeah. When you get a show like that, it Uh makes you want to, you know, do something bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like, when is the next when big you, thing? You and know? then when you get that whack show, yeah, it humbles you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been sometimes. Like, okay, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was, but uh, all right. It's you been know? some shows that we did. And, you know, maybe the sound wasn't right. And yeah, that's kind of annoying too. But that happened to a that happened to a that happened to a homie of mine a couple nights ago. I went to a show and yeah, he was kind of frustrated because you know mic was cutting out, monitors weren't real, you know weren't weren't loud enough, and and. Uh, and I said, man, you're going to have shows like that. Man, I, I seen a person just tell the sound man to cut the music off and he just go acapella and just start yeah, I seen like a, rapping to the crowd. Sometimes I, like entertainment, you don't have to have music. It's all about how you cater to the crowd. And the crowd, they was like really digging the guy, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. All right. So, um. Let's uh talk about talk about some other like really cool experiences that you had. 
Like I know you, you did. Um, you've got to do some stuff with Haystack. Um, I mean, like Last, you said, your your DJ schedule is is uh, pretty busy as far as DJing. Now, and I'm gonna bring up the Tulsa Music Awards. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, um, a lot of my family came out to the mm-hmm. event to watch. You know, me and the band perform. So that's right. The vet. Oh yeah, let's talk about the vets. Yeah, that's another thing. I I don't know how I how I. You forgot to bring that up because, like I said, you've you have other projects too. Yeah, um, Smash Game was the group you had before. Yeah, it was a little uh, Smash Game was a group of like uh, it was a classmate, some people I grew up with that I've been doing music with for a while, and we just came together and they uh, wanted to make a hip hop group, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. I had uh. About two years ago, the studio was on 41st and Memorial, but Quitrip bought the lot. But the yeah. studio was, was basically an open studio. Fucking Quitrip. For, <laughs> for anybody in Tulsa to come through. So I, I think I had about 80% of the hip-hop uh, culture come through and record at my studio, which was, was just crazy. Yeah. When, you know, and a lot of people didn't even know I... Own the studio. They just knew the name Smash Game, and they just was like, "Where's the studio at? Let's come record." And I had I had so many people come through there. It was crazy. Nice. I remember when you had that studio. Yeah, it's a lot of fun yeah. times. I man. never got to go there, but I remember seeing all the pictures, and I I liked the I li- I really liked the setup that yeah. you had there. It was, it was cool. You had the Smash Game yep. logo like on the wall behind yep. the, the the couch. I had a, yeah. I had a, had a painted on the wall, mm-hmm. and it was just a good vibe in that studio. Yeah. I'm ready to do it again. I just waiting on the right time, I guess. Right on. So, uh how, how long did you have the Smash Game? It was a collective hip hop group, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was it was I think about Not really like a group, but it's kind of it's kind of like what we did with Mogan Syndicate, like we all had our own songs and then everyone kind of Yeah, we all we all kind of had our own songs and we just came together as a group and we just, you know, did shows. Mm-hmm. Different areas. It's pretty dope, man. It was kind of like a Wu Tang, uh, yeah, type thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then, uh, how did the vets come come about? The vets, one of my uh, partners, just reached out to me. They know I DJ, they know I produce, and we just decided to put a band together. And mm-hmm. uh, like, there's not many hip hop bands in Tulsa. And I play. That's I, true. I play a little keyboard, and I do production, and I pretty much everything. So we mm-hmm. we came together, created a band called the Vets, and the rest is history. Oh yeah, man. Um, and what are you doing with the with the Vets? Are you guys doing some more shows this year? Yeah, we're doing a lot of booking. Uh, I say the biggest one we have so far is the Tulsa Music Awards After Party. That's the the biggest one we have at the moment. Well, we are we are booking like industry artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my band members, uh, you know, he has a little ties with different people. Just recently did uh Devin the Dude. I'm sure you nice. heard of Devin yeah. the Dude. Uh, Devin Mo the Three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just doing just we're just trying to. You know, get our feet out there and, mm-hmm. you know, we've been doing music so long. It's it's time for us to, you know, just get out there and really make some noise. Yeah. But, um, Absolutely. So uh, 
I guess we'll go back to uh, mm-hmm. just some other, like I said, some other shows that you've done with, you know, bigger name artists. I know, uh, I know you did a couple gigs with Haystack. Um, I did one of them, I think at Shrine. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't too long ago. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, you did Devin the Dude. I'm trying to think who the guy's name is. I can't think of him off the top of my head. I know he did a track with Kevin Gates. I think R&B singer. Uh, you guys did a gig with him, and you had him. You had him. T real, ah, T real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T real, T real. Yeah. He's from uh, with uh, Topeka, Kansas. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He came. He actually came to Mugen Studio, yeah. and uh, I dropped the beat right in the studio, and uh, got on the track with us. Mm-hmm. T real's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a he's an up and coming artist. Uh, mm-hmm. He's currently signed with Nelly right now. Oh, nice! I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. He, he just signed. Uh, I think a deal with him uh, sometime in the last year, I think. And uh, hey, hey, he's 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 on his way. Yeah, he's doing real good. Mm-hmm. He's doing real good. That's what's up. And um, what 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 are some of your favorite like cities to play in? Oh, I'm gonna say the cities that show me yeah. the, the most love. I usually kind of tour like. Uh, here, Oklahoma, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, Louisiana. Uh, I don't know if I said Kansas. Did I say Kansas? Kansas and Texas. But my mm-hmm. favorite spots are, uh, I'm going to have to say, Fort Smith, Arkansas, Joplin, Missouri, yeah, and, and Parson, Kansas. Those cities aren't real big, but they showed me a lot of love in those cities. So. Yeah, I, I've no I've tend to have a lot of fun in the small towns whenever I toured. Yeah, the small towns they don't yeah. really have much going on. So when you bring a party to the yeah. town, they just they want to have some fun and yeah. kick it, you know. Mm-hmm. Is there any artists that you met like in these cities that um that you like to bring to Tulsa? Like you that you that, you know that were, you know any artists that you were on a gig with that you were like really impressed with, and you think like, man, I'd like to bring these guys to. Tulsa sometimes like Tulsa would really fuck mm. with them that kind of thing I'm gonna say on the local scene mm-hmm. I like man, it's, a, it's a lot of people I gotta kind yeah. of think on that one yeah not trying to make it a popularity <laughs> contest or nothing like that but hey you it's, know, a, lo- it's like, a lot of people man yeah. I, I don't know man it's, it's a lot of artists out there that have, mm-hmm. have some good content and man I I don't know. That's the answer. That's kind of hard to answer right now. Yeah, it's, it's I just gotcha. a, it's a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I do showcases, and yeah, a lot yeah. of times I'll do a showcase. I'll reach out to you know so many artists, and yeah. you know, they just don't want the you know like a few artists like, hey, why why I didn't get a shout <laughs> out? I thought we was cool. Yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> that's always a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, man. Um, okay, so uh, what else do you, uh, you know, what else are you up to or man, have going on? I got a project about? that I've been holding on to for about maybe five to seven years. I really want to release that project this mm-hmm. year. And the reason why I haven't released it yet is because I keep coming up with another dope ass song. So I do a song and I'll be like, all right, yeah, okay, this is it. This is my project. I'm done with it. But I'll be in the studio and I'll make another song. And I'll be like, no, I got to add this to my project. And I'll be slowing myself down when I do that. And I'll be helping, you know, other artists, you know, produce their music. I have so much stuff going on. It's just, 
uh, sometimes I tend to not think about myself, but yeah, that's what I want to do this year is release a project and and hopefully, yeah. hopefully I can do it this year. Get right it on. out the way. Anything particular gonna hold that back? Probably just kids. I mean, the kids, you know, mm-hmm. they always taking my money. <laughs> so, I mean, that's where a lot of my money goes is on yeah. my kids. So, I love seeing my kids smile. But yeah, you know, hopefully this year I can I can make it happen. Right on. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Aria yesterday because uh, you know he's got a wife and kids. Yeah, and uh, and he does a lot. Um, you know, and I was giving him a lot of props because I said when he, when I met him, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a few years. And he was just, he's really, he was really just a rapper trying to, you know, get shows, get heard. But he had a, he, he was known as, as the, I didn't even mention this. He was known as the wrestler rapper a lot because he had a belt. He had a WWE belt. Oh, really? That was part of his gimmick. He had that and he had a strange music chain. Yeah. He's got like f- three or four of them now. He, he was wearing some at his show last night. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how people would ask me. He's like, so what's up with you and the wrestler rapper? Like, he, he seems like he's kind of getting around. Uh-huh. Like, he started doing a lot of stuff around Oklahoma City, where he's from. Yeah. And then I'd bring him out to Tulsa. And then, you know, he got into DJing. He got into making beats, videos, and stuff like that. And, and staying up comedy and all this stuff. But what I was talking to him about was... um, um, Give me a second. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Too many beers. <laughs> From last night. Yeah, maybe... But no, man, what, what I was talking to him about was just, um, damn, I totally forgot where I was going. I'm going to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going with that. Oh, uh, kids. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's, you know, got a family at home, but he gets to do a lot. He's yeah. able to, he's going on my next tour, which is like 10 days. And, um, and he's able to travel. He's able to do a lot of stuff. So he has a good support system. And anyway, the reason kind of bring this up is because I was telling him, you know, I know a lot of musicians that once they have kids, once they get a girl or even more get married, yeah, their music career tends to diminish. Yeah. Sometimes you know I mean? when you got families, man, yeah. it, it kind of slow you down it, or yeah. you got to have a good support system mm-hmm. to support you in what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and, and he, he told me, yeah, he told me it, definitely a support system, but it's just, you know, he's able to do it. Like he's, uh, you know, he's able to. I've met musicians who uh, who are like me, who avoided kids, yeah, and and for the most part, a marriage because uh, just because they're that devoted on, on doing music, that's what they wanted to do, and yeah. uh, they just decide one one was just more, more important than the other, and you know, and I met one guy that uh, he was a musician and stuff like that. He's just like, man, I'm afraid I'm gonna be a shitty dad because I I just want to do this, yeah. So he goes, I just don't even try. I was just like, I'm not trying to have yeah, kids. You, you know what I mean? He goes, I just don't. He goes, I don't. His thing, he was like, he says, I don't want to be my father. Yeah. Well, that well, was kind of deep, you know what I mean? But he said, I just know. He goes, I'm, he goes, I'm not saying if I had kids that mm-hmm. I would abandon them, but it, it's just, to me, it's just like deep down, I just don't want kids. Yeah. I just want to do this, you know? And then, but I've met, I've met several kinds of musicians. Like I've met, you know, obviously you and uh-huh. RA who have a good support system. So you're able to do both. Yeah, when and, you got When you have a family, you got to yeah. make sure your family is well yeah, exactly. taken care of. Yeah, you don't want drama in, yeah. in the house. I've heard, and and like I said, I've met musicians who had wide yeah. family, and uh, they'll tell a story about their marriage went down the shitter. Yeah. They talk about uh, man, they miss birthdays, they miss gradu you know graduations. I mean, Tech Nine has has songs about that. He's very open about how his music career as 
better it got. Yeah. He uh, has a song called The Rain talking about how, how about he wasn't really in his kids' lives like he wanted to be because the tour schedule was oh, so yeah. was so hectic. Me, you I know? got I have to plan stuff out. Yeah. Uh, like two or three months ahead of time because I'm getting so booked as a DJ. Yeah. I always try to schedule stuff around my kids, like yeah. birthdays and holidays. I actually, and- I actually had two opportunities for shows and um well one was I, I had the chance to open up for Sage Francis for anyone that knows who he is, but yeah. he's like pretty big in the like the indie mm-hmm. uh, hip hop scene uh, as far as the Midwest goes. And um, and it was in uh, Salina, Kansas, I think it was. Oh, yeah, I've been in Salina. Where you, and, where uh, you, where you do that at? Um, I can't remember the name. The, the promoter, he hit Ryan up, and the Ryan mm-hmm. says, hey, man, you can hit, hit up had enough. He goes, I'm not really his agent. So, yeah. you know, so uh, a lot of people hit Ryan up. But, you know, I, I kind of operate my own shows, you know, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> so uh, it's just easier. Ryan's plates, you know, big enough show, as it is. show in Salina, Kansas yeah. with Haystack. And it was already a sold out show. Uh, and I yeah. had to, I had to say no to it because my cousin was getting married the same yeah. the the same day. And then I had to turn down an Omaha show, which sucks because the guy who did the show was a good friend of mine. But it was just like me getting ready for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And driving seven hours, it, it was just very hectic, and yeah. so that's one of those definitely occasions where uh, you know, as great opportunity as it was, yeah, I wasn't gonna tell my family, hey, I can't be there because of this. So yeah, so even though I don't have kids, don't have a girl, don't have none, none of that, you know, my immediate family is pretty important to me. So I try to like kind of make sure and. You know, they, they they like to make get-together plans, and, and a lot of times they can't yeah. do it because I'm going to be out of town. And so there's been those occasions where I'm like, okay, I, you know what I mean? So so I think about that, if, you mm-hmm. know, of all the things. But I already plan ahead just because, you know, I mean, obviously for booking, you have to book months oh, and yeah. months in advance. Definitely. So there's that. So I'm getting it, calls like every People don't know, like every other day, mm-hmm. to see if I can do an event or yeah, book my band or something. Mm-hmm. It's always something. Yeah. So, I, I sometimes I feel like I need a manager or something. Makes it a little easier. <laughs> it's, it's 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 hectic, man. Yeah. Kind of hectic. Yeah, man. So, um, uh, talk about uh. So do you do you have a good like working relationship with Haystack? Because you did a cup, you did a few gigs um, with them. So I know you did. I'm not going to say I have a good relationship with Haystack, but some of the promoters oh, okay. that brought Haystack. I mean, uh, I know Haystack from seeing them. Yeah, I probably met him like. Man, I think I've probably done about six shows with Haystack, so he yeah. know who I am. Yeah, but. I'm more in cahoots with the promoters who bring okay, them, yeah. so I know them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, Is there any industry artists that you done shows with that you're able, you know, keep in touch with, or is it just kind of like you, you've only had the opportunity? I've to I've have met a couple words and get a picture. Not necessarily <laughs> yeah. the artists, but the DJs for the artists. Like some mm-hmm. of the, some of the DJs, they'll hit me up every. Uh, Blue Moon, you know, just to see what's up, see how I'm doing, or just to kind of network on music. Um, I mean, yeah, being a DJ, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah, like you know, perspective, music perspective coming from a DJ's view, it's a little bit different than uh-huh. you know, an artist's view. 
Yeah. But there yeah. was a there was a compliment uh I gave RA yesterday and mm-hmm. I'll give the same to you. Is you guys never get butthurt about anything. Uh <laughs> Hey. You guys never are in your feelings over everything, but he made a good point, and it was pretty much the point I was making. He just like, man, it's just business. There's, there's, yeah. there's no feelings in business, and but uh, me and him definitely had um, our experiences with artists who just have this. Okay, I see who fucks with me. Kind of attitude, and it's yeah. that sarcastic tone. Like, All right, you guys. You're just going to work with these guys. You're just going to, you know. And like you got they, some artists that are very cocky. We got yeah. some artists that are humble. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing music so long. It's just like, dude, nobody cares what you're saying. That's how I look at <laughs> That's how I look at stuff sometimes. No, man, nobody cares what you're talking about. Just just come do the yeah, effing show yeah. and and get off the damn stage. Uh-huh. That's, how I, that's how I look at stuff. Well, like what I was, what I was saying was... Um, my experiences with that type of mentality has always been like maybe someone feels like I work strictly with certain people and they feel like, you know, or there's like, hey, man, you know, we are doing shows and now we're not. You're working with these guys. And I try to tell well, them, that's man, that's on them. I I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, like, you, tell you, them like I can't put everybody on every show. Yeah. And if I do, it's the same show over and over again. You minim- but, you're minimizing your money when you do that. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I, I like to switch it up. Even when I do tours, like when I decide, okay, who's gonna be the who's gonna be the tour DJ? Which yeah. I, which I'll get that to in a minute. I mm-hmm. always do a DJ for any show. Yeah, and uh, which I'll, I'll get really into that in a minute because I really kind of want to talk about how I feel like sometimes DJs don't really get the respect in hip hop that they deserve. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But like I said, I always pick a tour DJ. I always pick a DJ for a show. Yeah, and I pick the artists and stuff like that. Now for tours is different because not everybody has work schedules. Yeah, uh, family obligations. Yeah, sometimes you got. You know what I mean, they, some people might not be able to make it to the yeah, city. Yeah, I think about to. that. I say, hey, can can you can you do this? Uh, here's the dates we're off. Some dates you might come back home if we're you know for in Oklahoma City or Arkansas. Yeah, and we got three days off till till we go to Missouri or Kansas, something like that. We'll probably just come back home and then and stuff like that. So, um. So there's that, and um, you know, but I, it's always about okay. Here's the concept of the show. Mm-hmm. Here's the concept of the tour. Who fits? You know, and it's not about people fitting in like some high school bullshit. It's really just about like you know it making sense. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and I, you know, and like I said, like uh, I've done tons of tours with like uh, you know with like four or five guys, and then I'll do a tour, and then I'll get a different like opener or a different co-headliner. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. That's kind of like my thing, and uh, and I've I've had those experiences. I'm sure you've had where some people feel like they kind of got left out mm. or something, and it's just like, man, it's just when I came into this, I was always taught, hey, work with as many people as you can. Yeah. But I can't work with a lot of people if I'm only working with three people, you know. So the three same people, I've you know, people it, ask if they could host shows that mm-hmm. I'm doing. I let them do that, and some of them fall off, and I'm like, dude, yeah. you want to get you want to get your foot in the door. We got these big crowds. Why not show up? Mm-hmm. Like, you, we might do a show that might have twenty people, and you, I might do a show that might have three thousand. So it's just like you gotta stay consistent. Yeah, you know, if you're not consistent doing this music stuff, it doesn't matter who you work mm-hmm. with. It's just like you're killing yourself. You're right. But you, you want to network with uh, as many as people. 
that you you know can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I was gonna say about you know the DJs not get as much respect in hip hop mm-hmm. because you know we go back to the culture. Hip hop started with the DJ. Yeah, and then the the hype man, which the MC was the hype man, then eventually the MC came with rhymes and stuff like that. But the mm-hmm. DJ started, and man, uh, my biggest biggest criticism. Um, of any hip hop show. And I've told artists this before, but I said, Hey man, you know, I know it's going to dudes probably bring a laptop. Yeah. Or this, I absolutely hate it when do, when people do this, they have the sound guy play the tracks. Oh, that's, that's just stupid. Oh, no, I don't like that, man. (laughs) I would tell you that. And when they come with a with a damn CD, man. Oh yeah, times are that far. Hey, (laughs) a CD. I I actually made a beef song Mm -hmm. from a guy bringing me a damn CD, and wants to get mad because I can't play the CD. I'm like, man, times have changed. There's. Did you give him another show? No, no. I was gonna say if he did, did he bring a floppy disk? He started. (laughs) (laughs) He said he started getting mad, and he started. Putting stuff on Facebook, saying, uh, you know, kind of talking bad about me. So yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing, but that led to me making a diss song. Yeah. But like artists, we tell art, and I, I was telling this artist, hey, man, for a whole month straight, do not come with anything but a flash drive. It makes the transition smoother oh, yeah. and it just makes the show uh, flow. Mm hmm. So another one, and, and, uh, I think you gave me props for this. Every DJ has. Yeah. Uh, when you bring your show disc, oh, which yeah. disc we mean a track yeah. on a flash drive. Yeah. You know, I call it, you know, your set. Um, when it's all in one track and it's yeah. mixed. Yeah. You can have way. put it all in one track, have it mixed, or if you uh, bring it on the flash drive, make sure it's all in the you know, same folder. Mm-hmm. It's been artists that bring me a flash drive, and that's like all over the flash drive. Yeah, all to, over the place. That's that's it. Just makes the job a lot. And I harder. think if you're gonna have like each track and separate tracks, yeah, have them numbered. Yeah, so you're that like, too. Hey, I want to play this song, but that's why I do own one track. In fact, I actually underst- I actually found out that um, a lot of industry artists do mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah, I think Cardi B does it. If I'm not mistaken, so I don't know. Somebody, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. Someone told me that she does it, which I'm saying, whether you like or dislike Cardi B, she's one of the biggest artists in the industry right now. So, it, so it smart, did, you know what I mean? So it does her. help when it's all on one track. Yeah. You know, it makes it, it makes the music just flow. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Especially because I always get it mixed. So all the tracks are leveled. Yeah. The sound guy's not having. Yeah. You ain't you know, got to worry about problems. the sound, man. Uh, adjusting the. You know the volume and all that. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, so because and this is something I've watched. So like when I do shows or I'm at a show, especially yeah. if it's mine, I've done that, and I will mm-hmm. literally be in that. I'm gonna pull my fucking hair out, kind of meta- <laughs> kind of thought process. But I've I had shows, and I always tell my off the stage, man, don't ever do that again, please. Yeah. So I was like, I will. I've told artists, I will. I'm if it's my show. Yeah, if it's someone else's show, I give a fuck less yeah. that's their problem not mine if it's my show it's my problem but i've told them hey if you need um help getting your set together properly just send me the tracks and i'll make it for you yeah. it'll take me five minutes and that's that's unless another thing all, unless you're what unless you just said right there if you yeah. if you networking with a dj uh-huh. or you know yeah. a dj just 
Reach out to your DJ. But here's what I witnessed that made me want to pull my hair out. Was what I was talking about was, and I've seen this several times, is the artist will give the flash drive to the DJ. Yeah. And obviously the songs are scattered, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he'll play. And then after each song, he goes, yeah, go to that, go to that one song. Yeah. And then, and of course, the DJ has to take the track, move it yeah, to Serato, whatever he's doing. So there's this silence, awkward silence. The vibe is the vibe has been killed. It's yeah. done. It's I hate that. <laughs> I hate when you vibe, I hate when you're you doing I mean? the show and you kill the vibe you, of the yeah, show. Yeah, you go with the DJ and then what's even worse? They come over the DJ, lean over, is like yeah, that one, that one. No, yeah. no, no, that one, that one. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that some, drives me insane because now sometimes yeah. I'm kind of sarcastic and yeah. I and I'll say it over the mic. Hey man, uh, he don't know what song he's doing, so we gotta <laughs> we gotta pick the song real quick. Yeah, I've, just to, to keep the crowd entertained. Yeah. But. There's a few DJs done that. I've seen that go south a few times. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, we're going back talking about artists that are real sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it happen several times. They'll get on the mic and <laughs> they want to take it outside or yeah. something. I'm artists like, <laughs> know better to, to <laughs> test me. I keep a taser on yeah. me or security. My my thing is I tell them, hey, man, whatever the DJ says goes. Yeah. He's the one running the show. Let's. That's why, um, if you notice on my flyers. Yeah. The DJ is always listed as the host. Mm-hmm. It always says hosted by DJ Young Gator. Yeah. Hosted, you know, by so-and-so. And um, I do that. I don't put the whole so-and-so on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Me personally, I think that's tacky looking on the flyer. It's kind of old school. No offense to nobody. That's it's kind of old opinion. school. It's kind of old school. I just think it looks more legit, more proper when it says hosted by DJ yeah. so-and-so you know what i mean yeah and because really especially you you that's another uh skill you have mm-hmm. you you host these shows you're on the mic and you do a little pe- bit of everything you introduce everybody and um a lot of a lot of djs are real quiet though yeah. they just they just want to be back there and dj i'm, I'm quiet it just depends on yeah. the the crowd and what's going on yeah. like but you do really good at interaction like oh, yeah. uh, you got to talk to the people you yeah. got to promote sometimes i have to promote the venue or promote the event that's going on or promote mm-hmm. the event that's about mm-hmm. to come. So, yeah. you know, you got to add all that yeah. in there, you know. And you can tell you do your research or at least you communicate with the promoter. So, like, you know who the next artist is. Oh, yeah. You're not like. Not yeah, like, like when Ryan when Ryan does his shows, oh, he, yeah. he'll come up and give me a list. Uh-huh. And I like that. Yeah. I like how Ryan runs his shows. Yeah. And that way we kind of know what's going on in case we got to go find somebody out in the crowd or they might be out uh, smoking some dope or on those you know but yeah that so, always helped um so when we started Mooga in mm-hmm. 2015 you were you're really the first dj well i mean i'm trying to remember our first uh we had a couple of djs we work with but i yeah. know when we got connected with you you're, mm-hmm. it was pretty much it you did a lot of our flyers yeah you're djing a lot of the gigs um what would you tell people that may not know much about Mugen music, like your experience, like just with, just with like on the business side. I wasn't with, around from day one, but I was, you no, can yeah, almost say, you can almost first say, year, first year. I was there, yeah. you might as well say almost day one. Yeah, but yeah, true, true. Everything was pretty good with me. Yeah. I don't know about everybody else. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any issues with working with you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of rumors mm-hmm. and I try not to, yeah, yeah. Uh, Feed into that because no, I, no. I work with people outside of you yeah. know the yeah man you work with a lot of different people um so I I didn't have no problem no. working with you guys I, mean, I I love working with you guys yeah. you guys are professional and that's what I like yeah. I like 
dealing with professional people. Right, right. And, um, uh, what was what some of your favorite shows that we did? I know we talked about King's Ballroom. Yeah, that was probably my favorite yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, we did so many shows, yeah. man. Yeah, we did. Uh, Scarface, the Scarface show. One. That was a good show. Uh, where else? Oh, I, I just posted on uh, the We Are Tulsa page not too long mm-hmm. ago. Gutter Villain did a show at uh, Amsterdam, which was a Motel 6. That. Yeah. Man, it got so crazy in that club that night. We we It was probably like about maybe 30 or 40 people there. Yeah, but it was just like when when they got on stage, it just became a big marsh pit, and it just got so crazy. I never done like a like a rock show mm-hmm. that went that crazy, but that was probably one of my favorite shows. Um, that was another thing I always like doing shows with Gutter Villain. Yeah, was the uh, guys are crazy, man. <laughs> their crowd crazy. would get hyped. So are they even, still a group? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're still around. Um. I know they're doing a lot of touring. Um, last tour poster I saw from them, I think it was like 25 cities. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going all the way to the East Coast. Oh, that's dope. So, yeah, man, they're, they're doing a lot of touring. And, yeah, man, they're still playing around Tulsa. Um, but, yeah, when I remember when we do shows with them, the crowd would get there because they play. They would headline the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would, th- Yeah, I think they were the headliner. I think there was another band that played. I can't quite remember. But, uh it was um, yeah, it was one of the early Mugen shows where we we started started collaborating, uh, with, like punk bands and and metal bands and stuff like that. But their crowd, them and their crowd, would be there early, and they yeah. would they would go crazy for all yeah, the hip hop yeah, openers and and um, it was an yeah, it was a nice it wasn't some nice energy. I'm gonna so, say the Up Next Fest. Uh, I think both of those shows are pretty, you know, fun for me. Had a lot of crowd uh, participation, and I think uh, Vanguard, that was the biggest hip-hop show, uh-huh. local-wise, that ever hit Tulsa, so that that was pretty dope. Um, Excellent. Um, I don't know, man. We did so many shows. Yeah. This, a lot of shows. And uh, talk about some other local artists that uh, you've been working with, like, real close. Uh, Prez... Simmons, which he you know, he's part of my band. I gotta get him on the podcast. That yeah. dude is fucking crazy. Yeah, he's <laughs> hey, he's a diva. Let me yeah. tell you, he's uh, he's the diva of the group. <laughs> I like that dude though. <laughs> I just I don't know. I think if I bring him on the podcast, it'll probably be one of the most talked about episodes. Hey, I have that feeling. He's super extra, man. <laughs> extra, yeah, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> he actually came out with a song called Extra that we produced in the studio. What event was it at Lot Six? All I know is he pulled up in kickboxer shorts. And, and, oh man, he's he's a fashion nova. Press when it comes to fashion, <laughs> hey, you can't tell him nothing. Yeah, uh, he he's he loves fashion. Uh-huh. He that's his thing. And uh, I don't know. I, I work with him, uh-huh. uh, Doja, Dorian Hill. Yeah, I like Doja. Uh, who else? Miss Nicole out of, out uh-huh. of Kansas City. She's yeah. a pretty she's a female artist. She's pretty she's pretty good. I like her stage presence. Uh, who else? Unknown Caprice. Mm-hmm. I did a couple tracks for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's a lot of artists. Uh, Young yeah. Villain. Uh, Co Two. Man, it's so many artists. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty. It's it's a lot of artists. Yeah. Uh, Lafi. Jay Luciano is probably one of my favorite artists in Tulsa. 
hands down. I don't think he gets enough uh, recognition. He produced and he, you know, he do a little spitting on the mic. But he's pretty good. Jay Luciano. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's so many artists. So many artists. So many. Nice, nice. Um, Is there any... um? Any artists that you've uh, haven't got to work with, uh, you're kind of thinking, man, I like to work with them. The only artist that I really care about working with, that I never got to work with, is DJ Quick. Nice. That's if I ever get a track of him with him, I probably retire from doing music. <laughs> so that's the only artist that I really care about working with. He's like my idol. I always uh-huh. watched him coming up. Doing music, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool, dude. Nice. All right, um, we're getting pretty close to uh, to shutting down time. Right. Um, here's another new question. I'll probably start asking this. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any records, and it, it, this can go for local, it can go for national, for 2019? Mm-hmm. What do you think were some of the best like albums? Travis that- Scott. Hip hop wise, I'm uh-huh. gonna say Travis Scott, uh, that Astro World. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Man, I, I think right now he's he's probably the biggest artist, hip hop artist right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Oh, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, man. Yeah, that uh, Victory Lap, man. That album, man. I was one of the few people and. I hate to kind of admit this publicly, but hey, you know what? Uh, if anything, it means, well, I'm not one of the few people. I think there's, you know, quite a few people like, uh, I didn't know who Little People was, so he passed away. Mm-hmm. I had known who Nipsey Hussle was. Yeah. I had seen his face before, knew who he was, never really got to hear his music. Yeah, people need to just, you know, just take out time to listen to his yeah. music, man. He was, but he was, man, he's got some really good lyrics. He's pretty dope. And I like his flow and everything. And so I was like, man. He remind it, me of a young Snoop Dogg with yeah. better bars. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so um and so yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. J. Cole. Definitely. J. Cole is probably one of my favorite yeah, artists. Yeah, J. Cole like doesn't seem to ever come out with bad records. Like everything he comes out with without features. Yeah. Everything goes platinum. And uh and it's and you never hear about his fans complaining that mm-hmm. he fell off or nothing. It's just like he has his niche and he keeps going. I feel like a lot of local artists coming up who are trying to find their niche can probably uh, learn a lot from J. Cole. And I'm going to say yeah. my favorite artist from Oklahoma. Yeah. Now he's not even in Oklahoma right now. is Devo Luciano. Yeah. It's something about that dude, man. He's uh-huh. he's he's pretty talented. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 dope, man. Yeah. Yo, y'all, y'all be on the lookout for Devo Luciano. He's in, uh, I think, Chicago right now. That's, I think it's home. That's his hometown, so... He's there, but you know he rapped Tulsa. Yeah, and uh, he's probably one of my favorite artists from here. Nice. So I gotta show love to the people from where I'm from. Right. You know. What um, no um, what do you think he has that had him break out? What do you what do you th- Cause that's another thing uh, I kind of want to talk about. Cause I know you you probably hear this as much as I mm-hmm. do, and I think a lot of us kind of think about this, but uh. I think a lot of artists from here are always trying to think out what is it we're missing from from probably breaking out 
Devo, when I when I say Devo perform, uh-huh. he always had a good stage presence. Uh-huh. I liked his lyrics. Mm-hmm. I liked his demeanor on stage. That's what I'm just when when Devo gets on stage, he comes with it. It's yeah. never a dull moment when he's on stage. Whenever I'm out in the club, I don't want to be dead in the club. So like when you bring that energy to the uh-huh. club, I'm a DJ, so I like to you know I like energy. And he always came with energy and good music, so that's what I like. That's what I like about Devo. It's just yeah. a, he's a dope all around artist. So overall, he does not kill the vibe. No, he brings. He, he the comes. Vibe. He comes with it. Yeah. What about marketing wise? Um, like, what do you think? Like, as far as moves he makes, uh, he, as far as I know, he's mm-hmm. he's what he's doing. You know, he's he's reaching out to different people to mm-hmm. try to you know kind of. Help him out. Like he reached out to me a couple of times and nice. was like, "Hey, could you spin this record? Could you listen to my record?" And I know he sent his tracks to different DJs, different uh, radio stations, and I don't know every move that he's doing, but I know he's yeah. he's he's doing the right thing. You know, as an artist, like closed mouth don't get fed. Yeah, that's uh, true. He's, he's definitely on the right track to getting out there. Right on. But yeah. All right, um, go ahead and close it. Is there anything, before we uh, close down, is there anything you want the public to know about you? Uh, follow the Vets, T-H-A-V-E-T-S. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the main thing I'll be doing in 2020 is working with my band and probably working on my own solo project. Uh, I also have a moving company, Urban Moving Alliance. We do moves for people who, you know, you, you might have a couch, a refrigerator, anything that might need to be moved. That's what I do, you know, my day job. Uh, uh, pretty much, just follow DJ YG Oklahoma. You can Google me, DJ YG Oklahoma or DJ Gator, DJ Young Gator, whatever you want to call me. And uh, I guess that's about it. All right, so, um, <clears throat> so I uh, end every end every episode with a song from the the guest so what song do you want me to play of yours uh we're gonna we're gonna do start me a wave uh you can find that on pretty much all the streaming outlets start me a wave is featured uh it's me and doja and we shot that video at grand lake mm-hmm. it's just a feel good type song you mm-hmm. know Every time I hear the song, man, I'm just ready to party. So you can play that Start Me Away. All right. All right. DJ Young Gator, Start Me Away. Course, 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 heartbeats. Wave, wave, wave. I'm about to start me a wave. Start me a wave. Wave, wave, wave. I'm about to start me a wave. Start me a wave. Wave, wave, wave. I'm about to start me a wave. Start me a wave. Wave, wave, wave. I'm about to start
I'm about to start making wave. Started today. They say I'm ahead of my time. I'm out here, I'm out on the grind. I feel like I wasted my time. So I gotta go get mine. Starting your wave. Started today. All I know is to get paid. Sat in a trend. Fuck having friends. Homie, it's never too late. Nah. I keep it real. No time for feelings. Let me go run up a band. Life is a bitch. Then we all die. I do the best that I can. Some of the homies are gone. Some of them dead. Some of them locked away. Damn. I'm from the dirt. I need to live. Let me just go ahead and pray. Pray. I got the juice. I'm from a city where niggas don't show you no love. Damn. I'm from a city where niggas be hating. They don't want you to come up. Damn. I really just wanna go run away. I'm wishing the pain would go away. It's never too late when everything great. I'm about to start me your wave. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. 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 I'm about to start me your wave. Started today. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. 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 I'm about to start me your wave. Started today. From a wave to a tsunami. Damn, bro, what's the Ernie? This seven in the pen, I'm Henri. That seven in the pen inspired me. Top of my game, nothing can stop me. My aim, profit the game. Was sitting in the pen, thinking like, damn, when I'm a rocket again. Follow the rockers and them, filling my pockets with bands. Was out of sight, out of mind. Woo, now BD's popping again. My city popping again. Tell me who dropping like them? None. Get it, we second and none. Fun, drop a bomb with these bums. Tons, running where we coming from, I know. Got on my knees, Ray 14 Glow. Glory to God, he crowned King Doe. Ever since then, that was all he wrote. Gator started the wave and I rode. Never fall off, even if I'm throw. Sharks in the water with statue of well. Don't like my swag and kiss my tail. Cowabunga with the thunder blow. Thought I fell off, how they like me now. 24 years, I still get down. 24 years, we still get wild. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. 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 I'm about to start me your wave. Started today. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. I'm about to start me your wave. Start me your wave. 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 I'm about to start me your wave. Started today.